What do you think about when you think about love, dear listeners? Is it insatiable passion that comes to mind? The pain and despair of heartbreak? Or do you think love might be a subtle, small thing that builds over time? This is Jones and Wolf, a monthly audio fiction podcast featuring original music. This month's story, 1,000 Small Sacrifices, is about an ancient scribe on a journey to discover love's true meaning. Enjoy. When Li Po first became court scribe at the tender age of 21, the wise emperor of the kingdom, who had been Li's father's sovereign and knew how much the old man had doted on his youngest son, gave Li an important assignment. He told him, Ready a caravan, young scribe. Embark on a journey that takes you far beyond the walls of this palace far outside the confines you resided in your entire life, deep into the parts of my kingdom still unknown to you, and then, even further, to the borders of our land, where the forest cowers in fear of the great mountain's shadow. And when you reach the rice fields of the Zhaozhang province, seek the oldest man and the oldest woman who live there. Travel to their home and ask them a question the answer to which will be your first official treatise. What does it mean, this thing we call love? Lee listened dutifully, but was quick to dismiss the wise emperor as he thought much had already been written on the subject, most notably the epic poem of the doomed lovers, the princess Fa Ling and her royal bodyguard Zhi Bao, a famous court romance that defined love as preternatural passion touched by traces of inevitable despair, forever unrequited. Li, along with many others in the palace, viewed this as the standard on all matters pertaining to the human heart. So he set off the next morning with no intention of completing his task. Hopeful the emperor, preoccupied with rumours of rebellion in the north, would soon forget about his young scribe's assignment and allow Li to fade into the bureaucratic obscurity of blissful royal service he always imagined his position would be. But the wise emperor knew what was in Li's heart. And not a month had passed when the emperor sent his soldiers disguised as bandits to overtake Li's caravan and strip him of his worldly possessions. To send Li barefoot into the Zhaozhang province where his only hope for survival would be to throw himself at the mercy of the oldest man and the oldest woman who lived there. Li 
spent his first day in the small village cursing his luck and damning the gods who had taken so much from him. The oldest man and the oldest woman had generously taken him in and were showing him wonderful hospitality. But Lee could only fixate on the things he'd once had and lost, and thus was unable to appreciate the goodness that was right in front of him. After a week, Lee began to lose all hope that he'd ever be able to secure the necessary resources to assemble another caravan for a return to the palace. And it was with this resignation that he observed the oldest man and the oldest woman one morning readying themselves for the day to come. And gradually became aware of something other than his own misfortune. That morning, Lee watched as the oldest man gave his wife the heartier bowl of rice porridge simmering on their iron stove. And he watched as the oldest woman took the chair furthest from the fire so her husband could warm the bones in his aching back. Lee watched later as the oldest man exchanged hats with his wife upon noticing that hers had a hole near the top. And he watched as the oldest woman took her husband by the arm and supported him when he took his first few uncertain steps out the door. Over the next few days, Lee could not help but notice this constant interplay between the oldest man and the oldest woman, one supporting, the other receiving, and then the inverse, over and again, until there was only a constant source of balance, a harmony, reminiscent of everything he was supposed to have learned as a boy. But here in the village, Lee had awakened to see that those lessons had suddenly taken human form in a way he had never before been aware. Strolling through the village later in borrowed clothes, feeling at peace for the first time in a very great while, Lee questioned the others about the oldest man and the oldest woman. He described what he saw and asked if it was always like this between them. And as each member of the village confirmed that it was so, the young man Lee, who had lived his whole life in a palace and become court scribe at only 21, remembered the wise emperor's assignment and without having to utter another word, he wrote his first official treatise, which in the years to come would go on to replace the story of Fa Ling and her bodyguard as the defining text in the kingdom on all matters pertaining to the human heart. Love, Li Po wrote, is 1,000 small sacrifices between those whose count hasn't yet reached one. repeating 
Love is 1,000 small sacrifices between those whose count hasn't yet reached one. 1,000 Small Sacrifices was written by me, Anthony Jones. The narration was done by the talented Christine Jane Kirkwood. And the music, as always, was done by Joel Wolfe. We'll be back next month with another story. Until then, my ephemeral friends, thanks for listening, and happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day.